Your presence has been detected and recorded. Thank you. Well, hello there, everyone, and welcome back to My Random World. This is going to be episode three for us. I, of course, am your host, the one who puts the snap and snap out of it, Chris, and my co-host, as always, the one who puts the lit in Little Monster, Miss Crystal. Don't call me cilantro. <laughs> Those of you who are fans of Glozell won't get that. <laughs> I love that video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so as we've been talking about the last two weeks, we are going to be doing our Divas episode. Yay, finally. Now, we're not talking about the Divas who want everything like Mariah Carey. Like, you have to have this or I will not perform. No, we like to use the word Diva. Um, if you look up... Uh, the definition of diva, if you look in the Urban Dictionary, uh, we kind of like to use it more of how the queer community has started to use it, which is to describe a person who exudes great style and personality with confidence and expresses their own style. It's a person whose character makes them stand out from the rest. So these are, today's episode is going to be the musicians, really, who influenced us, who helped us kind of discover who we are, who have had great impacts on our community, on um, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to do a couple of our favorites and just kind of tell you what they mean to us and maybe give you a couple of little facts you may not know here and there. But you never know what we're going to talk about because, of course, you know, we are just random. <laughs> you may have. Well, that was just a rabbit that. hole moment there. <laughs> so if you couldn't uh, tell from the beginning of the intro here... And from our very first of how me and Crystal really started to become friends, my pick, of course, for my ultimate diva, the one who has meant more to me than anything, is the one, the only, the grand dame bitch herself, Cher. There you go. It's Cher, bitch! That's right. <laughs> I have loved Cher for the longest time. My mom used to play her records all the time every stuff from the Sonny and Cher show which I've inherited from my parents because they don't have anywhere to put them and I love them so I got them anyway ha <laughs> uh, but uh, all the way up to the most recent stuff her Dancing Queen album where she covers ABBA it's that wasn't bad, always actually. fun yeah yes, she, yes. some of her things you know I'm not exactly my favorites but you love her no matter what. Because this woman has had a hit single in every decade since the 60s. I mean, come on. Anyone who wants to know how to do longevity in the music community, uh, just look at what Cher's done. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Unlike, and, you know, we all know her as Cher, but, you know, <laughs> one of the facts that I love is that she has a very interesting name because she actually is Armenian. Mm-hmm. Uh, so her full name is actually Sherilyn Sarkeesian LaPierre is her original name. But of course, she married uh, Sonny Bono. And then after divorcing him, she married uh, Greg Allman from the Allman Brothers. So it's actually Sherilyn Sarkeesian LaPierre Bono Allman. <laughs> I don't think she got married after him. No, Allman was her last marriage. Yeah. No, good for her. Good for her. Yeah. And this bitch was born back in 1946, so she's had a long run. Yeah. But I remember just listening to her with my mom 
but you know she didn't really become one of my favorites until I was like in middle school I think mm-hmm. and my mom had a tape from one of her singles uh, Love and Understanding and for some reason that just resonated with me and I wore that tape out I don't know if it was from the uh, the backing that she had with these really cool violins and it was the 80s so it started had that uh, new mix to it or just the the bravado and tone of her voice. Mm-hmm. She hit you at the right time. Yeah. You finally, I mean, you found her at that exact moment that was perfect for you, is what it really was. Yeah. And just uh, some of her songs, they can be anything from a love song to a heartbreak song to something that makes you want to get out on the dance floor, which is kind of what she's been known for since the 90s now. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> once that Believe came out, you know... And not to mention, you know, as uh, the gays, we love her. But, but ever since then, it's just come on. But one of the things that really gets me about her <laughs> is just the fact that she can get knocked down so many times and get right back up. But that, isn't that really like... That's kind of like a trademark of a diva, of a mm-hmm. positive diva. It's someone... That can just be themselves. They don't give a shit who you are. They don't care what you think of them. They're just going to be uniquely them. They may experiment, but they're going to be themselves in an experiment. It's what lasts. It's what appeals to us. When you find that Mm -hmm. person that just, you're like, yep, I get that. Like, then all of a sudden, like, there it is. That's, that's my diva. Yeah, because... Straight from the beginning, you know, she had to work for what she had. You know, when it was her and Sonny, they were just too weird for normal people because, you know, they wore the bell bottoms and the fur vests and she had that long Amen. black hair. <laughs> or, you know, she didn't look like everybody else, you know, with the dark hair, you know, hence dark lady and, you know, the Armenian nose and, you know, which she's been touched by an angel here and there, you know, allegedly. But, you know. Allegedly. <laughs> Has she never owned up to some of that stuff? She, some, but, you know, she, say, come on, she, she keeps now? that a lot of little private, you know. Who cares? <laughs> if you're happy, that's all that matters. But, yeah, and then, you know, she had the Sonny and Cher show, mm-hmm. you know. That's and then, actually how I knew her. Like, we, in my house, we didn't, uh, well, growing up, we didn't really listen to Cher, um, my dad was a lot bigger into, um, 70s rock, um, new wave, that kind of stuff. So I grew up listening primarily to like Queen and Zeppelin and, um, you know, the cars and stuff like that. But I used to watch the Sunny and Cher show and the Cher show with my mom because they were in some sort of syndication on one mm-hmm. of the crazy weird channels out there. And it was one of the few shows that... Not only did my mom like, but she thought was family friendly enough that she could watch with me. So unbeknownst to me, I was listening to Cher sing her songs without realizing it. She was just mm-hmm. someone on a kept sketch comedy show like Carol Burnett. I used to watch Carol Burnett with my yep. mom. And, and her, so her, right her imitation of Cher is awesome. I, I mean, I truly don't think I I really understood Cher until I got a little bit older when um uh Turn Back Time came out, that sort of stuff. So I, I would say Turn Back Time was around, you know, I was watching music videos at that point. Um, it was probably playing on the radio. It's been a long time. Um, that is probably when I it truly hit me like, 
oh, that's the lady from this, and she's actually a musician, you know, and that's when I started to try and listen to some of her stuff, and um, as I started to listen uh, whenever I could, I realized that I actually knew more of her stuff than I realized, but it was more of her older hits. Yeah. And then, like, with her movies, you know, she started off with these little with little movies here and there. But the one that originally I saw, because my mom watched it, was Mask. And I did, it was I do remember watching amazing. that movie with my mom, yes. Yeah. But <laughs> my favorite over the years, though, has become Witches of Eastwick. Oh, yes. It's I do very classic. much enjoy it. Like, her with uh, Jack Nicholson, Susan Sarandon... And Michelle Pfeiffer, it's it's such a good movie. Three grand downs right there, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, I and actually there are still some share movies that I still haven't seen. Um, I think Silkwood was one of them. Oh, is Silkwood the, is a good one. Is you that know? the one where they work for the nuclear, the nuclear plant. plant? Yeah, yeah. Her I have and, not um, actually seen that one. Her and oh gosh, um, Susan Sarandon. No, uh, Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. Thank you, <laughs> Peanut Gallery. Um, but yeah, that has been one of my, that was a good one. And then some of the ones that weren't, you know, too big of hits, like, um, uh, Tea with Mussolini. Actually, yeah. I was going to say, that's actually a very good movie. It is a good movie, but I, it's one, one of, of her favorites. sleeper ones. But of course, you know, the one she won the Oscar for, Moonstruck, Moonstruck with Nicolas Cage. And like, I don't really care for it's not my kind of movie it's a, it's good, a good movie. movie you know but you got it's one of those you got to be in the mood for or yeah, like those I, kinds i've seen it once I'm but good. but of course everybody of course knows the part where he tells her she he loves her and she's whap whap snap out of it you know <laughs> yeah but you know what it, it, it one scene does not make a whole movie you yeah. know what i'm saying of like of course but you're it's gonna see that one scene. scene there's like a whole movie there and you can't like if you if it's not kind of your kind of movie it's not your kind of movie yeah um and then you also have the really awesome ones like we loved like burlesque which yeah. you know a lot of people i think a yeah. lot of people didn't like it they thought it was cheesy we loved it <laughs> oh it was a yeah lot of oh my gosh we saw it in it the movies did, yeah the music oh my gosh when she sings you haven't seen the last of me i teared up i'm like it has yes. become one of those empowerment songs you know <laughs> But that one, and then, you know, just just her music, you know, just on days where you don't feel good, you listen to her, and it will it brightens me up. I don't know about anybody else, but, like, the other day I was coming over here, and, you know, just started putting on her music, you know, Turn Back Time, um, Strong Enough, uh, Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves, Dark Lady, now... I'm I'm not a singer by any any means. <laughs> I sing in the car, I sing in the shower, but the only time that I've sung by myself in person was karaoke in Baton Rouge one night at this little dive bar and I sang Dark Lady. <laughs> yeah, after that I I actually heard myself and I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> no." I'm dead. <laughs> Well, and, you know, she's had such a bigger influence on you, um, I think, than for me. I, I know when I listen to her, there's like a whole chunk of her music that I've... I think most of the stuff between, like, her old stuff and then when Believe came out, like, I don't think I've really listened to a lot of it other than the hits. Um, I was kind of busy listening to other stuff around that time. Um, but I know for me, 
she hit me right around that time that Believe and Living Proof came out. Like, mm-hmm. that's when I really... That's Yeah, that's I was, when I started to get yeah, back into her. That's that's when it kind of spoke to me. But, you know, we were of that age. We were, you know, teens, young, you know, early adults. Mm-hmm. We were clubbing. We were finding yeah. ourselves. We were realizing who we are, our community, and the music just finally kind of spoke to me. And that's not to say that I wasn't listening to her before. You know, I loved, I loved, like I said, I loved Turn Back Time. I loved Dark Lady, Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves. Mm-hmm. All of those, I, I, they're, they're just, they're fun. They're campy. I love right. camp. Um, but yeah, like to this day, there are, I mean, you have listened to a lot more than oh, I have. Oh, yeah. Way more. Because <laughs> I'm just like, what? Now, I will say, I had to pull it up to make sure I got this right. Uh, one of my favorites that I bought from, um, it's called, I think it's called uh, Run Out Vinyl. I'll have to make sure later. Um, that I like to um, purchase is they will take old albums that were either um, done just once or only done like, say, in Europe or whatever. And they'll give you three options and people vote. And whichever one gets the most vote of this little known album, they actually press. A certain amount you have so many days to buy and then um once that's done they're done they only make so many and then they do them out mm-hmm. one of the ones that they did that i bought was uh from share and it's called 3614 jackson highway uh-huh. right so there it is there you yeah. say um and so it was this this uh one down and and muscle shoal sound studio um, down in Alabama, and I think a lot of, if any of you know anything about music, about like the blues and all, like Muscle Shoals was the place to go, you know, like the Rolling Stones, all of them. They want to make blues album, they were going to go here. And uh, one, it, not only is it an amazing album, it, you know, it's not like her normal stuff. Uh, she has a fantastic cover of Sitting on the Dock of the Bay on it. Oh. It's one of the things that made me want to buy it. <laughs> um, so, if any of you are Cher fans or thinking about maybe diving into some of her stuff, like if you like sort of those uh, non-traditional things, like that would be a definite album that you might want to try and find a way to listen to. Yeah. And then, of course, we cannot talk about Cher without talking the fashion. The Bob Mackie outfits. And, of course, the wigs. I would love five minutes in her wig warehouse just to see how many damn wigs this woman has. Dude, I mean, yeah. Now, we, we went to see the Living Proof Farewell Tour uh, in New Orleans, uh, which Crystal got the tickets for, which is our first concert together. Yes. And it was actually my very first share concert. And um, mine too. I mean, well, the first, well, the only one for me. You've gone and, again since. Yeah. And the costume changes and the hair is, it's always <laughs> such I a think good... my favorite thing is you get the, uh, the program. And all it is is pictures of her in different wigs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's just nothing but a section of her and many different wigs. And it's, it's, you know, it's fun. It's fantastic. And, you know, over the years, I've bought a couple of DVDs of her previous uh, concerts. The one that she did for the Believe Tour was so amazing. But one of, the, one of my favorite outfits of hers is... Um, it's her disco outfit when she goes into Take Me Home. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just this red wig that looks like streamers. And it oh, blends yeah. into her tassel fringe red 
uh, unitard that she's wearing, mm-hmm. it just looks all like one piece, and it's just absolutely I really amazing. enjoyed that disco section that for that tour. You know what? I lied. I did go again. We went to yeah, this we went last to the one. last one. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I actually really enjoyed. She was a little off for some of it. it it's okay. It happens. Hey, when and you're in your seventies, she's in her seventies. <laughs> I get it. Um, but it was still a lot of fun. But they, she did that whole like. Welcome to the Five and Dime Jimmy Dean, Jimmy mm-hmm. Dean style, to do some of her old hits, and um, and then also sing with Sunny on stage. And I have to say, because like a lot of this was kind of Living Proof Farewell Tour regurgitated with a few extra things in there. Yeah. And this was one of the extra things, the newer things that I thought was pretty cool. I I remember actually taking pictures of that. It, it, it was really nice. It, I, I enjoyed that one. Yeah, my um, my favorite thing though was uh, during her Living Proof tour when uh, she, I love when she talks to the audience because her stories are just so much fun. They're fun. But she talks about wanting to retire, which this woman is never going to retire, no matter how many times she says it. Mm-mm. But she's she... going to be on an oxygen tank <laughs> because she doesn't do the dancing anyway. Her her dancers do that for yeah. her. I think that is what I love the most about that first one. Like, I came home and was like, Mom, she doesn't actually dance like everyone else. Like, I was like, no wonder she can sing live. Mm -hmm. Everyone else runs around the stage and she just sort of slinks. And I was like, yes, that's the way to do it, Mama. Yeah. Her shows are always over the top. And she came out and she turned into this uh, ringmaster with a Mm -hmm. whip. Before Britney did it. Thank you. And she comes out and she's like, well, you've got all these new people coming out. You've got Britney. You've got Christina. And people started booing her. And she's like, well, you know, I've been doing this freaking show for 50 freaking years. And she's like, I wanted to make this the most fabulous event because I wanted to look back and go, follow this, you bitches. And... I love that. Coming down from the chandelier. Yes. And I remember, so I was in college and uh, I was actually taking a photography course I had to for my uh, yes. thing. And uh, my thing. <laughs> for my degree. And um, I actually took regular photos. This was back before a lot of the digital stuff. You're cameras mm-hmm. on your phones were not good enough. I don't even know if we had cameras mm-hmm. on phones. Actually, I don't think no, we did. Had, no. We didn't have any of that yet. <laughs> Still no that's case. right, that's right, because that's how old we are. Um, and uh, I actually went ahead and developed them at school um, for one of my projects and printed them all out in black and white. And I yeah. actually still have them. Me I mean, too. we were kind of, we were just off the ground, but you're thinking this is like New Orleans in the uh, early 2000s early 2000s in the arena not the dome but yeah. the arena and they she was not in the middle she was all the way to the end so we were just off the ground but we were all the way to the back mm-hmm. so eh, they're a little blurry but yeah, you know but... <laughs> i can still make it out yeah but um so to finish this up i'm just going to give my absolute favorite moment with this woman who's done everything you know the uh, second to last tour we saw my second one uh, it was I actually took my mom because you couldn't go at the time yeah um, so it was her dress to kill tour which was uh, just off the release of her closer to the truth album mm-hmm. so she did her song she did um, burlesque and she did her classics she did uh, the uh, duet with Sonny but 
at the end, well, let me back this up to the beginning. When me and my mom went, we were in a pretty good section. So we would actually, so we were sitting down and these people came over and were like, hey, you're sitting next to some of our friends. We got a different row a little closer. Would you guys mind switching with us? So we actually got to move down and over a few seats. So we got some better seats. Awesome. But the end of the show, she got on this platform and was singing and started to go over the audience in the Amway. And I'm just like, oh, please come over this way. Please come over this way. And she starts floating around and she comes directly over our heads. If I was nice. a little taller, I could have touched the platform. But I'm like, I'm and six. And quickly gone to jail. <laughs> I'm like, I'm six feet below Cher. And I will never in my lifetime be this close to this woman. And I'm just freaking out. My mom is like looking at me. She's just like, oh, we're both like, oh my God. <laughs> but uh, she's just fantastic. You know, everything that she's been in the movies, TV, her episodes on Will and Grace, her, her work with the gay community, just the fact that she can make fun of herself. It's just everything. Okay. So are you done that gushing? is that is my. Are you done that's gushing? Mine. It's been twenty one yes. minutes. Yes. No, it's okay. But yeah, that's that's my favorite woman in the world. You know, I will shed a tear when uh, time catches up to her. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, but hell, her mom's still alive. So. <laughs> Damn! I didn't realize that. Mm -hmm. Holy crap! How old her mom? Georgia Holt. She's in her nineties. Damn. Yeah. All right, so enough of me going on. Who would you like to talk about as your one of your favorite divas? I don't know. I mean, we're gonna get into Gaga in a little bit because um, we'll probably end with her because we both we both love Gaga. She's been she's meant so much to us. Um, I've been kind of torn about what to talk about because I am a huge mu uh, music fan, music buff. Oh yes. <laughs> um, I live, eat, breathe, sleep music. And have ever since I was younger. So I didn't really know. I've learned a lot from I you have, over the years. <laughs> I have so many things I want to talk about. But we are going to do other musical episodes. So I'm trying to um, to make myself pare it down. I mean, if we want to talk about, um, say, thing, musicians from when we were younger first. I would have to say... Uh, one of the bigger ones would have been Melissa Etheridge for me. Um, again, how about how old were you when when you really discovered Cher? I mean, truly. Uh, it it was in middle school, so middle like school? early 90s. Okay. A okay. little before uh, before Believe. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say Believe was right around, I think, 2000-ish. It was about, well, it was, you know, it was late, late, uh, mid-90s, like 97. Because I was in high school when, when I started really? listening to that, yeah. I don't remember. I thought yeah. it was closer. Well, anyway, because I was going to say, we went, we were, I was in college when we went to, to the concert. Yeah. Well, um, for Melissa Etheridge, like, I remember, um, you know, watching MTV, 1995, I am, what, 13 at this point? So 13, 14 years old. Hit high school. I went to high school in eighth grade. Um, we did eighth through twelfth, and 
MTV, VH1, they are just constantly playing your little secret. I love this video. I watched it on repeat. Oh, anytime it came on, I watched it. There was just something about this video. It's if uh, I want to say it's mostly in black and white. You know, it's like I didn't even I mean, I don't want to say that I don't even think I realized that women could rock that hard. <laughs> but because like I did listen a little bit to like Pat Benatar and all that with my dad. But that wasn't really what we listened to a lot in the house. Like I said before, we listened to a lot of like Queen and stuff like that. Like yeah. mostly male rockers. And so to see this video and to see this woman look just like like stuff that men wear and be comfortable and she still looks like a woman and she's rocking it out like a dude she doesn't have to put on any playing airs, guitar playing her guitar screaming like Janis Joplin and just being wild and totally authentically herself and it just something in me moved broke flipped out i don't know what it was and so you know like there are visuals from that you know when she's you know because she does one of her iconic like goes into like one of her screams her long screams she mm -hmm. goes you know she falls down a wall of people like she's talking about now at the time i was young enough i didn't realize what secret really was yeah i mean it was after the yes i am album but you know she's talking about her little secret and uh, little did I know that that might have a little bit better meaning for me a little bit later on, too. Uh, maybe that's why it resonated. But, you know, it's so 1995, 1996, that video comes out, and uh, I'm blown away. And so, and it's right after the Yes I Am album. That one came out in 93, and that one has a lot of the hits that really got her going that one yeah. has see though you know, i'm i'm not gonna lie i'm not a big fan of melissa etheridge i think she is amazing uh one of the great queer icons especially um uh, but the, my my knowledge of her is very limited um like the main song that i know her is come through my window yep I always loved that you could find uh, some of her famous friends in a lot of her videos. Like, what if Paltrow was in I Want to Come Over and oh, yeah, uh, no, a lot of that good that stuff. Okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> but this is around that time and all these were. So, you know, I Little Secret had was the biggest one that had come out right then. And that was the video that was on. And because she was being played very, you know, because she had come to my window, I'm the only one. Mm. Those were all, you know, all American girl. Those were all from the Yes I Am album. Oh, that okay. is what exploded her. So by the time your little, your little secret came out, they were like, oh, well, it's most afterwards. We got to play or people are wanting to listen to right. her. Um, now she'd had some great songs before that too, but this is where she, she really kind of exploded. And, um, and I mean, me, I love rock and roll. You know right. I love rock and roll. <laughs> and so it really just, it was, it, I don't know, there was something there. It was just fantastic and wonderful. Um, I did get to see her uh, when I first moved down here. She was, it was uh, after her uh, healing from from her bout with cancer. She had um, released the, the album that came up after it. Um, I don't remember the name of the album right off the top of my head. Um, and... Uh, actually, do you remember Victoria? Yeah. She came with me. I re oh, I remember that. Yes, yeah. yes. I needed someone to go with me. I didn't want to go alone. 
I didn't know the area that well. Um, so uh, I was like, hey, will you come? I got two tickets. Would you just come with me? And uh, and it was just, it was amazing. And like, I want to, I want to see this woman now. Now, if you follow her on Facebook, I follow her on Facebook. Um, right now with the pandemic and all that going on, um, she is entertaining from her house. Now she did just have, um, um, a blow. One of her kids died from an overdose. He, mm -hmm. he, he was a user, unfortunately, and it did take him. And so, um, you know, uh, so sorry for that. I know she's not listening, but it, it, it takes a toll. Um, but she is back to it. And so she'll, she'll serenade you on nights and certain nights she does covers. And <laughs> so like, even in this pandemic, she's finding a way to entertain everyone, you know? Yeah. And I, I love that she does uh, cameo. If you don't know what cameo is, is that you can pay so much money and get a celebrity or someone you like, and they'll send you, uh, send you or a loved one, uh, oh, yeah, a yeah, video, show me that. uh, a quick little video, say hi and whatever you want them to say, she but just, she, I, she, it's so, it's so funny that, you know, you think somebody with that big a name nah. would do it, but she is <laughs> generally down to earth. I have seen her. She did a, uh, an episode with, uh, Snoop Dogg. Um, he was, I don't think he's doing it anymore, but he was doing an episode where episodes where they would get, he would get into a car with someone and they'd smoke a joint and just talk. So she did one of those. That was excellent. Sometimes she does some um, online radio shows. Uh, I don't know if she's still doing one now, but she's done two of those. Um, I think what's really cool is she's just, she's just very down to earth, you know, like she's just, she's just a regular person. Um, I know that one of my favorite things is, uh, okay, so I'm probably gonna get flack for this. I know Jody gives me flack because she's a big Beatles fan. So Lennon has had the song um, War's Over, um, Mary Xmas War's Over, right? Mm -hmm. Now, when I was younger, her version of it used to play yeah. on MTV and VH1. She did a video oh, for it. Oh, I yes. think I remember that. Yes, it's an amazing video. She only ever released it as a video. I have never found that thing on an audio to like it's never been on an album or anything like that i've right. never found it it's like a special i was young enough that i didn't and my parents didn't really listen to the beatles i didn't realize it was a lennon song i didn't realize that that wasn't her song and so for the longest time she's the only person i ever heard listen listen to mm -hmm. sing it and i love her version of it that gravelly voice that passion and then that's one of the things that that i love is you just when she sings you just you just hear that emotion and that passion in her voice, no matter what it is. And, um, and so when I finally heard the real version, like the Lennon version, mm -hmm. and I think Celine Dion has sung it too. Um, I was like, no, <laughs> I actually do not really like the Lennon version. It just doesn't sound right to me, probably because I've heard hers first and for so long <laughs> that hers is the only version I really like to listen to. And of course you can't get a hold of it. Right. Of course, <laughs> you know, so whatever. But, um, but yeah, um, I actually remember being in high school and, and now I look back on this and, and, and have to laugh, but I remember going up to my father and saying, would you please buy me this CD? Like growing up, I did not have money. Um, you know, my parents didn't believe in do a job. Here's some allowance money. If you want to go through something, if you want something, come to me. And if we have it, we'll, we'll, we'll try and get it for you. Um, which really meant that we didn't really get much of anything. <laughs> so if you, you know, um, 
uh, you know, Christmas's birthdays, I, right. the biggest thing I used to ask for is I just wanted the CDs. Like, ton, like <laughs> I had a ton of CDs, and it was because I would be like, I want all these CDs, and that's all I want for Christmas. I, I still remember a time when it's, can I get a cassette? Well, yeah, when I was younger, I'd take my money, and, I, you know, I, I, I mean, I remember a time when, so when we were younger, and my dad was like, it, this is before Nicole was born and all that, and my dad took us over to a Radio Shack. And said, I want you to come see this. Because my love of tech came from my dad. And he had a huge laser disc. This was before they made compact discs. And he said, this is called a laser disc. And I think it had like a movie or something on it. And he said, this is the wave of the future. He said, we can't afford this. But this is what's going to come next. And we, I, I just remember being in awe of it. And when CDs finally came out and, you know, they, you know, to get a CD player you know, now it's like nothing or if you can find one cause we've kind of gotten out of those. And we, uh, I remember my father taking us into the store and saying, okay, we're going to get something. You guys have been good. We're going to, you know, what Disney thing or something that you want to listen to. And he said, now remember we can't get this packaging because daddy doesn't have a stereo to play it. And it was a CD. Yeah. You know, you can only get these packages, which was the tapes. So I do remember that. And I remember when he finally got his CD player, like, you could not touch his shit. Yep. Whoo! But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I remember that time, too. But, uh, it, but it wasn't, it wasn't, it was just part of the normal, normal school year. I, I wasn't close to Christmas. I wasn't close to a birthday or anything like that. But I just felt so passionate about getting this album. Uh-huh. That I just, I literally, I don't think I'd ever asked for one outside of a holiday and just said, please, 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 can you find me one of these albums? Can you get, and it was actually, yes, I am. He got me that one. Um, he went to the store. He told them the name that he was looking for. And I don't know if it was the only one there or if he had, I mean, he would have only had two or three choices at that time. Um, but uh, being that that was the one that came, that had the most hits on at the time, it probably was the one that was there. And he came home with it, and that was that. And from that point on, I was like, okay, I want this one, and 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 this one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some albums I don't enjoy as much as others, um, and, and that's just the way that it goes. But, um, I mean, uh, yeah, just <laughs> amazing. I, I still listen to her today. Yeah. All right, do you want to take a quick break? I got to pee. Um, Okay, on that note, yeah, we'll take a quick break, so we'll we'll be right back. All right, and we are back from our potty break. Hope everybody feels better. Yes, very relieved. (laughs) What? Uh, So anyway, the... um, Oh, shut up, Jody! Shut up, Jody! (laughs) Um, so earlier I had said a few things, um, and I wasn't sure if I'd gotten the names right. Um, as far as, uh, the albums, uh, from when I had gone to see, um, Melissa, it was The Road Less Traveled. It was right before The Awakening. That was the one that had just come out, um, that she was touring and doing some of. And, um, I had mentioned earlier, I wanted to make sure I got this right in case anyone had been interested about where the, uh, the... The Muscle Shoals album came from for Cher. That is from Run Out Groove. 
Um, you can find them on the on the web, and um, they it's pretty cool. You got to act fast when you want them, and it does take a few months for you to get them because they have to press them. But I've gotten some old Dr. John stuff, some Betty Wright stuff, some Dream Syndicate, some Secret Machines. So oh, it's wow. the stuff that you can't get anymore. Um, maybe they did one pressing. Maybe they didn't do a pressing here at all. Huh. Or maybe it's an old, um, like I know Dream Syndicate and Secret Machines are um, live albums that they never put out. So uh, so if you are a vinyl fan, like I know I am, <laughs> um, that's something that you should check out. Yeah, I have, a, I have a few vinyl, but, you know, it's hard to find <laughs> nowadays unless you know where Ooh, to look. No, 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 no. I can't. <laughs> You, well, you know where to look, me. so. <laughs> I like that they, they're coming back. Now I just need bookstores to come back and I'll be happy. <laughs> All right. So now that we've covered Cher and Melissa, now we're going to go on to our more one of our more recent favorites. Well, recent as in 12 years ago. Sure. Uh, our wonderful goddess, the woman who takes us to church. That's right. <laughs> I worship at the House of Gaga. Yes. You know, it is Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one here is the one who actually turned me on to her yes. back in 2008. God, 12 years was ago. Was it really? Mm-hmm. I was... Okay, so... I used to frequent, before there was uh, Facebook, there was Live Journal. Yeah, yes. Okay. A lot of other people did like Zanga and stuff like that. I did not do Zanga. Back in I the time of MySpace. toyed a little bit with MySpace, but it, I was too busy to, to really... It was fun, but eh, I was too busy. Um, I enjoyed Live Journal because I just like to write in general. And um, there are there were communities on Live Journal, just like there are with Facebook and stuff like that. And uh, there were a lot of music communities. Yes. And, um, you know, those communities shared. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I would go out and later uh, buy out. LimeWire. Sh- no, no, we did not do that. No, 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 none of that. That, no, that was not what that was for. These were actual zip files that we were <laughs> sharing with. And then I would later go on and buy the albums because I would feel really bad when I got money. <laughs> um, and, but it was a really good way to get things that you could not normally get. Um, there are artists that I had never heard of. Um, someone put together the sound a soundtrack for But I'm a Cheerleader, which has a fucking fantastic soundtrack. Yes, it does. Um, and no one has ever released it, ever. So someone actually spent the time to get all of the songs together, put them in order, and put them on a soundtrack, and kindly distribute them out. <laughs> and, um, you know, so it, it wasn't, you know, I wasn't trying to... Well, like, this was back in the day free. where, you know, you didn't have these... Uh, music libraries that you could go to, you know. No, there was no Spotify, no Apple is Music. going in and just making your own CDs. I because I was in school. Um, <laughs> but, you know, whenever I got money, I would go and support my artists. But, uh, you know, I never really was too into um, getting just normal random albums. I could go to, to Virgin or whatever to uh, listen to them to see if I liked them. This was for the kind of stuff, like the underground stuff and all. Um, I also got real. This is actually when I really got into making mixes, uh-huh. um, mix uh, mixtapes and all. That's right. <laughs> so, um, so lo and behold, we are. Uh, I'm, I'm exchanging some stuff with someone. We're like, hey, you really got to listen to this. Oh, hey, you really got to listen to this. And 
someone that I was uh, doing that with was uh, gave me a little five song EP of five songs from someone called Lady Gaga. No one knew who she was at this time. None of us knew. And um, she, I think, had just gotten Just Dance out on the radio. And the first version of her album, she actually has two different versions of uh, the fame out. One has more songs on it than the other. Um, one was, the, the shorter one was done because they didn't think the the one with the more songs would sell. It wasn't as marketable because there's a couple songs on there that, you know, are just non-radio play. And then when she kind of blew up, like the other one came out, that sort of thing. And so, but this little five song EP had, it had Just Dance on it. Um, it had Dirty Ice Cream, B-side that no one mm -hmm. had ever, does not l listen to. Uh, it had uh, Fever, which then late, went later on to be covered by Adam it's, Lambert. Did this one have fashion on it? Uh, no, it didn't have fashion in it, but it had, um, it was like Kitty Girl or Kitty Cat or something. Mm -hmm. um, another one that just kind of went nowhere. And I want to say the other one was possibly Poker Face. There was like two... No, Beautiful Dirty Rich, that was it. Yeah. I was going to say, there, oh, were two, there were two that made it onto the album. The other three didn't really go anywhere. Either, you know, like I said, Adam Lambert wound up covering Fever. The other two are in La La Land. You could probably still <laughs> find them somewhere. Um, but these had gotten out. They were making the rounds. I don't know where they came from. They didn't sound like they were in a club. I'm guessing she demoed yeah. those other ones at some point. Um, and so I started listening to it and I immediately was like, Woo, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> you know, I, I love club music. I listened to a lot of club and techno in high school. At this point I was branching out into other things cause I'd had enough of it. I didn't really care for normal pop music and this was just so different. Yeah. Um, and so amazing. Um, and of course the lyrics, I mean, this woman, can write a fucking song yeah because yeah, i i loved pop i am a very pop person you know i was very into britney and nsync oh, lance bass i love you um <laughs> christina savage garden <laughs> things dance. like that but um yeah when you first uh and everything you know starting around 2008 all started to sound alike Oh, they've been sounding alike for yeah. a while. Yeah. But it, it's, it's it the, was just something different, and it was like, yeah. ooh. It's that thing where the music industry realizes that something makes them a lot of money, and they figure out that formula, that outline, and they say, okay, everything has to sound like this. That's why, I mean, that's why, you know, EDM music got big, and then suddenly all EDM music sounded the same, because they were like, well, this is what is making us money, so it all has to sound like that. So yeah. suddenly, EDM music's not sounding so big. You know, mm -hmm. I, I I enjoy some of the EDM music today, not as much. Um, I enjoyed it a lot more in the 90s, when it was more like, I mean, I used to download club sets. Like, this is stuff you can't buy, you can't give them money. But people would go and uh, record sets, and, like, DJ Sasha, you know, Oakenfold, yeah. all of it, just all, you know, and I would just put it on and listen to it. Yeah. Just, but, okay, I thought I was crazy. I was like, <laughs> I love it, you know? But yeah, the first time you played Just Dance for me, I think it was right before or right after it started coming on the radio. Yeah. And it hadn't, it started to get that traction, but it hadn't gotten to the yes. fever pitch that it would become. No, because and, I don't think until, because she didn't truly explode, I think, until Poker Face came out. Yeah. Because she... So I was listening to that. The minute I saw 
um, because we used to frequent Virgin Megastore down oh. at Downtown Disney Rest back in, in the peace. day. <laughs> I mean, that was the place to go hang out. You could listen to the, to, to DVD up uh, to DVDs to CDs, all that good stuff. And the minute I saw her album come out, and of course it's it's a brand new release. They they used to do you know you would go in and mm-hmm. you would see that rack that of all new releases. New. Yes, <laughs> and they would all be on sale because these are new artists and they wanted to get on the sale. Saw it on sale for like ten, twelve bucks. I went, fuck it, I'm getting it. Mm-hmm. I I like these songs. There's more songs on here I've never heard. I'm going to get this. And honey, when I tell you, I told everyone their brother. <laughs> yep. This thing came out and I was like, you got to listen to this. You got to listen to this. You got to listen to this. Come on, come on. You got to listen to this. I was, I was obsessed. Hey, she was just amazing. But you were the one that showed me her performing first. Yeah, Drew. when she did, uh, she was doing the talk show circuits. Yeah. And she did, it was just her, two dancers, mm-hmm. like a screen or two behind her, and DJ Space Cowboy. Yes. <laughs> and DJ Space Cowboy. <laughs> it was uh, just, she would come out and she would have like these video glasses or glasses with uh, crystals covering half of it and her disco stick. That's right. And... It was just, you know, it's just that presence that she has. You know, yeah. it didn't matter that she was just starting out. This was her space, and you were just uh, happened I think, to come I in. I remember whatever, whichever one that she had performed on. If I, remember I think it was Jimmy Kimmel. She like dropped her microphone or something. Mm-hmm. It was like the funniest fucking thing ever. And you're like, oh, honey, you're so new to this. <laughs> it was, it was awesome though. But a lot of the times too, it's just you. It was just you know her presence. Oh, it's and, always uh, her presence. Yeah. Like, she, like in her documentary, she's five foot two, <laughs> and she is fucking larger than life. Like, you don't even realize how short this woman is until you're like in the mosh pit, which we have done several times, and you're you know two or three people away, and you're like, "Holy crap, <laughs> she's shorter than I am!" And I am short. Like, I'm five foot four, and she's shorter than me. So, uh, but it's just the fact, and then you know there was all this mystery around her because. You know, especially, you know, those of us that have watched Drag Race over the years, have tr- the drag queens have tried to capture her for Snatch Game. She's just a one-of-a-kind personality. She ha- doesn't have... She's very subdued, but, you know, when she wants to be funny, she'll be funny. But, like, just the things that she did, you know, she had that... You know, is she gay? Is she not? Is she this? You know, poker face. She's bluffing with her muffin, you know. Do you, do you remember when we went to that one concert? And she was like, that's right. I got a big swinging dick. Yeah. Like, I couldn't, like, seriously, come on. Yeah. But um, just, you know, starting out and then, you know, when the fame came out, you know, I listened to it a lot. And at the time, I didn't... Uh, buy the cd at the time but but that worked to our advantage yeah so the very first concert that we went to was in 2009 at house of blues for her fan ball now this you know she has gotten bigger and better over the years but this concert it's still it's still the best like she did a little video where she was candy warhol to open the show And it was her, her dancers and the couple of screens. And then she'd bring out a piano every now and then. Mm-hmm. But, and this woman can dance and she sings live. Like yeah. there ain't no There's, there's no lip syncing at, <laughs> at hers. It's, you know, she has the background vocals in, of course, to help magnify it for being in a stadium. But she sings live just like she should. Um, 
But but I re- I remember when she went on that tour. That was the Fame Ball tour. Yep, the Fame Ball. Mm-hmm. And I found out she was coming to House of Blues, and I was like, "Come over here. It's tw- <laughs> like okay, it was twenty dollars to go. Can you imagine <laughs> that? Twenty dollars to go. Next time around, she came. It's like eighty dollars to go." So we, I, I, th- I was like, come over, grab my money, go down over there, go grab us some tickets. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did, we had a ball. I had actually gone, it was a weekend or two before, to see Britney <laughs> on the circus but tour. And what, this was way yeah. better than but even just that. This was, this was funny because, um, remember, I had, I had gotten uh, one, I had won a second P- uh, Xbox 360, mm-hmm. and we used that to buy. <laughs> To buy tickets but we got there and you know of course we're we always buy merchandise to yeah, help you yeah. know when we go but we got up there and we're like oh yeah we'll t- we'll take a shirt and i still have that shirt um and they're like oh well do you know about the meet and greet and we looked at each other we're like the what and the what right and they're like yeah if you buy her cd we'll uh for twenty dollars you can stay after and meet her I swear it was the Futurama meme here. Take my money. Yeah. Crystal no, bought seriously. it for the second time and I bought it for the first. We I was gave, like, we... I can give this one to my sister. <laughs> I don't care. I'm buying a meet and greet, not an extra CD. Right. We we got the uh, the bands and it was freaking awesome. And then we got to stay after and she was the nicest she was. woman. You know, she was very quiet, you know, but... Just, you know, we got to uh, tell her how much we loved her, and mm-hmm. she was just, she she's more animated in her meet and greets mm-hmm. now, but it was just that era of mystery, you know? I don't That's, even think it was, was a sense of mystery. I think it was just, she was so new to it, and she didn't really know what to do with all of it, and she was just kind of, like, I kind of got that feeling that she was, like, she's trying to be nice, and she was, and she was very down to earth, but sort of that, like, don't quite know what to do with this like because even even then you could see the fan base Mm -hmm. we knew who we were we know what we were and she was really starting to see for the first time what she had taken on but she uh she was again super nice super down to earth she is literally the only um musician hollywood person whatever that i actually follow just because she is just a decent kind person and she really is who she says she is um and not a lot of people are like that and so she was the first i think melissa others is the only other one i sometimes follow um but i remember we we hung out we went towards the back of the line after the show and and just waited and, um, you know, House of Blues was very like, you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't take photos, you can't, yeah. you know. And they weren't her rules. They were House, House of Blues', Blues. rules. Um, but she was like, fuck that, whatever. And we got up to her because they said, you know, you only get a little bit of time. Um, don't really ask too many questions. Don't ask for <laughs> a photo. And you only get one um, autograph. One autograph. And I had um, already made a fan out of my sister and so we got up there and we were talking and, you know, I told her how much, you know, we were talking about just how great the, the thing, the, the show was. And, um, and I asked her, I said, I have, I already have this album. This is the second album. I said, would you sign, um, a part of it for me? And would you sign a part of it for my sister? She can't be here. She's at, at home. She's still at school in New Orleans. And, 
you know, and she was just she, absolutely like right away. It. She was like, oh my God, absolutely. That's awesome. I love it. I love my sister too. And she's like, what's your name? What's her name? She and I both still have our autographs. Me too. It's uh, yeah. framed and hanging in my living room yep. on the poster. <laughs> she, I mean, truly, she was just like, I don't care. Here you go. You know, and um, she did, yeah. she would actually take the time to, you know, learn your name, talk to you, yeah, no matter how long it took. Amazing. Um, but the fact of her, you know, over the years, her fan base just means the world to her. Um, she's gone to the um, protests for gay rights. She's out there helping. She has done so much, especially with the pandemic. It's she yeah. is the just the generally Foundation, the yeah. you know the be kind drive a, yeah. that alone uh, means a lot. I mean, I know especially most of us and with our community, we've gone through a lot of bullying in our time. We had to find our ways and find our people, and to see someone finally taking that initiative and saying this is not okay. This should not be the norm, and yeah. we need to change and this. Then, has been amazing. And coming out as bisexual, you know, and I it's I know she it, says she is, but I don't know. If she, I she kind of goes back on that, yeah. but you know what? It doesn't. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. It, it really, it really doesn't matter because an ally is an ally, and queerness yeah. is queerness, and. But and, and then yeah. I love that, that she makes fun of herself. Like, oh my god, oh, her yeah. on SNL when she was her old oh ver- lady version of herself. <laughs> so fucking funny. Or like when she came out as the wine with Justin Timberlake, oh, and they yeah. were bring it on down to Lickville. That's right. <laughs> One of my favorite sketches. Um, but yeah, in her concerts, you know, we we've been to all of them that we could. You know, our second one was the. <laughs> Yeah. So, but and then uh, we went to two versions uh, of the fame of the Monster Ball. That's right. We had the Monster Ball version one at UCF that really didn't have a theme to it, but it was fun. And uh, I love that people dress up for it. You know, there we saw the three drag queens of the apocalypse. You know, (laughs) Um, they were amazing. Their masks were amazing. We loved them. And then uh, the version two at Amway. Yes. Which. Holds a special place in my heart because um, she was getting ready to release uh, Born This Way. And we listened to most of the album, some of the album uh, after that on (laughs) Farmville. But we were getting ready. Oh my God, that's right. Oh God, that's right. I remember that. She was releasing the songs as singles to listen to early, no matter whether they were going to be a real single or not. Mm -hmm. All you had to do was play Farmville. And, like, we were playing Farmville just to listen to the fucking album. I and remember that. then the day of the concert, <laughs> we were getting ready, and I was at her house. This is one of the times we lived apart. And she's yes. upstairs getting ready, and I found a leak was going around for her single, Judas. Yeah, Judas had leaked. It's like the I day or two before it was supposed to release. literally ran up the stairs, and I was like, Crystal, Crystal, oh my god, listen! And so we listened to it, and it's still one of my favorites. My, oh god, my top yes. two favorites ever are Judas and Just Dance. And we played this song out Yes. On the way there, this we, was the one time we got the floor uh, yep. for her concert, and we're standing there going, waiting to go this in the might entrance. Have been the first time we did the floor, yeah, and we were playing it in line. Oh yeah, <laughs> they, this was I was living with Shantae, 
hey girl, plus one forever. <laughs> and um, we, uh, she was actually going as well, but she's not a floor diva. She likes to have her seat and mm-hmm. her drink and everything. We like to be in the midst of it. Which, and... by the way, at the Amway, we tried to get a drink, and my God, was that expensive. Yeah. <laughs> so she, uh, so when he came, we have some great, great um, memories and pictures from that. But we were all jamming out. I actually made all of us um, mixes because uh, of uh, Judas coming out. So I, I made, I uh, burned us some CDs, listened to in our cars uh, that had Judas, and then our favorite remixes mm-hmm. of uh, of her past songs. Um, and so we were playing, blaring those as uh, we went to the concert. Yes. And that was the when she ended her show with Born This Way. And then Yes. So as, she had released Born This Way yeah. and it was the encore song, but she hadn't planned on having to release Judas early. And and then at the end she actually called out the leak. Yes. And she was like, Well, I guess you're gonna hear you've heard it anyway, and she played it over the speakers as we were exiting. Yes, we and all put got up to dance the picture up on the screen. The it picture was awesome. that's basically her just taking a picture of the the C D <laughs> single cover and like you can see her reflection in it. Like and she never just changed it. That's always been the cover. Yeah, and then <clears throat> the one un- after that, unfortunately we could not go because she ball. she hurt her hip. Yeah. We had tickets. We were going to go see her in Tampa. She wasn't coming to Orlando. Um, but uh, what was it, like a month before or something? Yeah. Is when she announced that she had to um, cancel the tour because yeah. she had to go have the hip surgery. And, and this is when she found out about her fibromyalgia. Yes, yeah. yeah. We, uh, it, was, it was a sad day for us. Um, I actually still have not seen... I know you can... View it People on view it on YouTube. I need to. Eventually. It was one of the biggest things. I, it was just amazing. It, like it got like I, I, I don't fault her for doing it. I'm mm-hmm. glad she did it. She needed to do it. But at the same time, it's a gut punch to yeah. not have been able <laughs> to see that one in all its majesty. You know. Yeah. And <clears throat> and then uh, of course after that she came back out with Art Rave, mm-hmm. uh, Art Pop, but her concert was called Art Rave. Um, and she did it wait, in... Wait, wait, was that right? No, no, no. Yep. It was the art Where rave. Where was, um... <laughs> what was the one for... The Wizard of Oz? That was the Monster Ball version, was that too. that 2.0? Mm-hmm. That's the one that I have saw three times. Yep. <laughs> I <clears throat> drove down to New Orleans to grab my sister and took her to go see her. That one was in Dallas. Mm-hmm. I remember that one was too far away. Uh, my... Dad was not happy, and he yeah. was like, "No, we're gonna go drive." Was you it Dallas or Houston? No, the second one. Um, our art, art, yeah. art rave was yeah. when I took her to Sierra in Houston, and we stayed with Caleb. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was. We got there, and a, I actually got to see the full version because the um, the arena there was big enough to hold everything. When yeah. she came to Amway, it was. Uh, it was amended a little bit because certain things couldn't be yeah, done. Yeah. So, um, so I got to see everything with her. Now we weren't on the floor. I had to get what I could get, and we were, you know, up in the stands. But uh, I remember us drinking <laughs> many margaritas, and uh, I was entertaining our people as she was like, you know, she's screaming out, "How much do you love me?" And I'm like. <laughs> Bitch, I traveled five fucking states to pick up my sister and come see you. I think oh, I fucking love you. And going, they were cracking up. Going back to the the Monster Ball version one, 
when she did that and she's laying on the ground. She's like, you know, I'm a bit like Tinkerbell. If you don't applaud for me, I'll die. (laughs) No, my favorite was the glitter gun. She's like, I don't like real guns, but I like glitter guns. And she's got like this fucking like white Tommy. Right. You know. Uh, And then uh, going back to uh, the art rave, we went down to Hollywood, Florida and had a was wonderful. It or was it Fort Lauderdale? It was right outside. It was uh, sunset is when oh, where okay. the arena was. But, I gotcha. Um, <clears throat> and <laughs> we had a very amazing hotel suite. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but we went in full applause makeup with the we black did, shirts. We did. Four. <laughs> For the one before where we I took her to Dallas, mm-hmm. I had made us um, mirror masks, like yes. poker face. I remember those. We did do that. <laughs> um, and then it was it was so <laughs> cool because it was we we had our seats back, um, but it was fun. It was art pop is not one of my fa- it's it's a mid mid range mm-hmm. album for me, but like applause and gypsy and. Um, I really like the majority of that album. Yeah. There's one or two that I songs that I don't really care for, but it is an album. Like I love how experimental it is. Mm-hmm. I like how crazy it is. I like how art house it is. Like yeah. when I listen to a lot of art rave, it reminds me a lot of like B fifty two shit, mm-hmm. and I like B fifty two shit. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> <clears throat> um, so yeah, um, I that one I can still actually listen to that one oh, all the yeah. way through. Yeah. but there there's some like sex dreams and uh do what you want I don't, like, mm. I, don't I think that's the biggest one I, I don't really care for uh do what you want to my yeah. body I, I I preferred the one that she did with Christina, Christina. Yep. and that could just be because it's the yeah, whole R. R. Kelly, Kelly thing and yeah. um so yeah mm-hmm. but yeah. um art rave is actually the other one that I took my sister to um and that's the one we went to in Houston in Houston yeah. and stayed with Caleb. And for that one, I had made the video glasses. glasses yeah. I had gotten, the video keychains. Yeah, I got video <laughs> keychains really cheap, glued them to an old pair of, like, sunglasses from, like, Party City, mm-hmm. Halloween Town. And I had put um, the pictures and the, you know, the whole art will never, what was it, art will never be lowbrow, I think yeah. it was, or something like that. Yep. And, and I just had them on a sequence <laughs> that went, and... Um, yeah, I had to take them off after a while. You can't see those yeah. damn things. And but then, but uh, we were on the floor for that yeah. one. Jealous. Uh, okay, <laughs> let's take a quick break. DoorDash is here. Okay, we'll be right back to finish this up. All right, now that we got that taken care of, we're back. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, we had DoorDash coming, and uh, I have two adopted dogs, and uh, Grumpy Old Man does not like people coming to the door. I usually <laughs> have to... Uh, persuade him with belly rubs not to bark when someone comes <laughs> but uh finally the last tour that we got to see with uh our woman was uh the joanne tour and yes. it's the first one i don't think it was called a ball no no this was her i don't know i don't want to sit there and say that it's her for me it's like a sellout album i feel like she was trying to cater to the masses but you know what who the fuck cares it's her it's her it's her music if that's where she was going and that's where she was going if she wanted to get 
I more fans. Yeah. She can get I, more fans. I think it was just something that she was going through that she just felt that she needed to do been. that. Because, like, her Aunt Joanne weird... was the one, you know, she Well, no, that yeah, song. that, yes, yes. No, I'm just talking about the styles. And the problem is, is you can see it. I mean, people say that art pops all over the place. It's really not. Art pops just in two different places. Mm-hmm. Joanne is all over the damn place. It's it's like she did a style and then was like, oh, I don't yeah, have enough, got, so let me throw this, 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 and this on Because you go from Joanne to John Wayne. <laughs> oh, John Wayne! I know, that's the only thing. It's like, I can't not listen to the album because she does have yeah. John Wayne. Yeah. Million Reasons was a really good one. I only like Million Reasons on the piano. Yeah. When it's on the... I, I, for whatever reason, it doesn't evoke the same emotion to me when she's on the guitar. But Sinner's Prayer has a great, mm-hmm. like, hook to yeah, it. Yeah, and then the Perfect Illusion. Well, yeah. <laughs> you could tell Perfect Illusion was, like, the, the crossover from the previous album that... And that's the thing. And that's what she released. So that's what we thought we were going to get. Yeah. And then the rest like, of it comes whoop. out and you're like, the fuck? Like... <laughs> now, while it's not, like, the worst thing... Um, you know, for some reason, the fans just got after her about it. You know, it's like it's not that serious. People, I, again, <laughs> staying power. You got to you got to go with the times. Mm-hmm. You've got to. You want to get up and let them out. It's okay. I'll talk. So. You got to. You know. You got to go with the times. You got to. Dog needs to go out. <laughs> that's right. Um, you've got to. You got to do your own thing. If you're only doing what the execs tell you to do, then you're never growing. You know, she was, that's what she was into. That's what she wanted to go. That's what she wanted to explore. And whether or not I liked it is, is a moot point. Yeah. It's what she wanted to do. And that's one of the things that we love about her. She's just an authentic artist and she truly just wants to do what she wants to do. Mm -hmm. And I got no, I got no beef with that. Yeah. Um, but I just want to play the whole album. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. So, and then, you know, that was the end of our tours because... That, uh, <laughs> where the pandemic comes through. Um, but well, there was one more. She does have her show in Vegas, which, jealous over here, you know, Crystal got I did to go. Got, I, I did go. Uh, I will say that for the Joanne tour, it did... It was actually it was, a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It was a little bit of a disappointment because we were on the floor. And that show's not made for people on the floor. <laughs> Everything was high up. You couldn't see her a lot of the time. The, the bridges across. Yeah, I think it was poorly thought out. It didn't feel as themed yeah. as well either. But I got some great pictures from mm-hmm. it. Um, but yes, after this, um, well, in we between, were literally right below her at one point. Yeah, I know. In between all this, actually, when she was doing cheek to cheek, she made some circuits around with Tony. And she went to Jazz Fest. Now, I'm from New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I, my, my roommate and I go home. We visit the family. We go to Jazz Fest. Um, it, we've been going almost every year for a while now. And uh, we went home that year to do Jazz Fest, the year that she played with Tony. And um, that was amazing. It, it boggles my mind that, like, literally, we're there listening to her. We're out in the crowd, sitting down, standing up, enjoying it. And drunk asshole comes down and he's like, play bad romance, play this. Why the fuck is she doing this shit? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. She just released a jazz album and she's at fucking jazz fest. Are you really that fucking dense? And this woman can sing jazz. This woman could sing the freaking phone book. Yes. So after Joanne, um, that one and she's doing her residency now with uh with vegas and she's doing two shows she's doing enigma which i want to go back and see we didn't have the ability to see both and the other one was is she's doing a jazz show um and it's like it's like old time 
quintessential Vegas jazz, think Sinatra and all that. Um, it's a lot of fun. We, uh, it, it was a trip that we took just to do this one show and we stayed a couple days so we did a few other shows but we could not we could not see enigma um because of the timing of it she doesn't do the shows back to back or anything it's usually one week in this one week in that one mm -hmm. um so i do want to go back and see enigma i've heard I it's a, a blast <laughs> but um you know the you want to talk about an amazing fucking show you know we knew we were going to spend money on these tickets i think we spent a little over 200 dollars per ticket mm -hmm. once fees and all that went and i saved up for it I knew what we were getting into, and those were nosebleed seats. Now, I say nosebleed seats, it's a small theater. So nosebleed seats is not really yeah. that far. Um, but, I mean, she was there. She had the band. She did jazz versions of her pop hits. She did, um, you know, she did jazz staples. She did, you know, she did jazz uh, stuff from, you know, like Sarah Vaughn and all that, other jazz singers that... Um, you don't normally hear about, and uh, it was it was magical. I know Jody had a really good time. We were sitting next to some great people that we talked about. You are literally in your partner's seats there because they are. It's a it's a small <laughs> venue and it's small seats, um, and it, it's not an hour show. We were there for like what three hours, like it was it was a proper show. Yeah, um, and you know. Costume changes. She was dancing. She's got, you know, one of her best friends does his own. Um, he's a, I think he was a trumpet player. Was that right? Yeah. He was a trumpet player. Yeah, she's like the godmother to his child. Yeah, she's godmother to his kids. It's not Elton John. And um, uh, he's got his own band that he heads in like a little round the corner um, place there as well. And so he plays trumpet for her. Uh, He's she humps him at some point, you know. She's Gaga, whatever. Um, and oh, I mean, oh my God, she I, she one of the last ones she does is uh, was it New York, New York? It was a Sinatra song. So, was it New York, New York? I think so, sure. Yeah, she does a quintessential Sinatra song. Um, like, I mean, speaking of which, remember when she did the. Uh, she did one of the award shows, and she came out looking like Sinatra in the suit and the slick back mm -hmm. hair, and oh yes, oh yes. So um, I, I highly recommend it. If you, if you enjoy jazz, um, you know, you don't even have to enjoy normal crazy Gaga, because when yeah. she's doing jazz, like, that, that energy and that craziness is there, but it, it's obviously different songs. It's a different tone to her voice. Yeah. Um, and I do highly recommend it. That, <laughs> that it, it is definitely one for the books and I wouldn't mind going to see it again. Yeah. All right. So that is going to be it for our diva show. I, think I know so. we got a little in depth there here and there, but it's just because we love these women so much. Yeah, we only wound up talking about three people. Yeah. There's many, many more that we could talk oh, about God, from yeah. Kylie Minogue, RuPaul, TLC, uh, TLC, Elliot, Tina Turner, Tina, like, Whitney, <laughs> all of them. Yeah. Uh, I think we'll have to do a show where we just talk about maybe some of our childhood influences that we love to listen to. Yeah. Well, I mean, Not we 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 love music a lot, so music's uh, music a lot, so <laughs> we'll definitely be touching on music more in our yeah. podcast. We'll so look out go for future more episodes. Into her albums too, because yeah. we definitely, I mean, Chromatica. And, yeah. Oh, and. Of course, her, you know, acting. It's, oh, oh, yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> but, you know, we're going to wrap this up now. Thank you guys for listening. 
Uh, once again, as we do support our friends, you know, head over uh, to see our friends Aja and Fernando on Now That's Nostalgic. Yep. They just did an episode on Half-Baked, which yes. I'm not a big fan of the movie, but the way they talked about it, we, it was a lot of fun. I remember seeing it. I saw. I thought I did. I didn't. I saw Dazed and Confused. <laughs> well, so. you know. <laughs> yeah. But... Once again, thank you guys for joining us. We will be back again with our next episode. Do uh, we know what soon? we're going to do? It'll be something random, okay. you know. <laughs> we we, we got, got a list lot. of stuff we want to do. We're just going to have to decide which one we want to do next. But come on back. Have a great night, guys. Be kind to each other. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye.